Welcome to the Courage Matters Podcast with inspirational speaker, author, and creator of the Courageous Life Planning System, Michael Anthony. I'm Aaron Thomas, Executive Director of Courage Matters, and in this special podcast series, we're covering 30 days of crushing your goals, removing false limits, and unleashing your potential. It's impossible to hold both a positive thought and a negative thought simultaneously. This is why it is crucial to make a conscious effort on living a life with a positive attitude and great gratitude. Both of these will determine your altitude and how high you'll soar. Listen into episode 22 as we talk about the effects of gratitude, attitude, mental health, and your physical state on the achievement of your goals. Hey guys, welcome back to our 30 Days of Crushing Your Goals podcast series. As always, Michael Anthony, we are together here in the Courage Matters studio with day 22. Awesome to be with you, A+. Hey, glad that you can join us again today, everybody. Here we are in Studio A at the Courage Matters, Matters uh, location, and um, great to be jumping in today to the next podcast in the 30 Days of Crushing Your Goals and Unleashing Your Potential series. And today we are talking about what? What are we talking about today? Attitude, gratitude, and altitude. Interesting the way those play together. Now you might be listening, watching, and uh, you might be listening and maybe you've never watched, but the idea is that our podcasts are watchable as well as um, ones that you can listen to. And what we're gonna be doing is releasing them first in the audio versions primarily because we have so many irons in the fire and so much great content coming out. And then we're gonna be releasing everything so you can watch and listen as well. Right. But there's a, a direct correlation. It's um, psychologically, now we know more about the mind than we've ever known, which is amazing. There's a relationship between your gratitude and your attitude and then your altitude, meaning that's what it's all about, right? If, if you're talking about crushing your goals, and unleashing your potential. It's all about going further. It's all about going higher. It's about living a life with no limits. Right. So you can't live a life with no limits if you don't rein in your attitude. And if you don't really consider more seriously the role of gratitude or the absence of gratitude hmm. in your altitude. Yeah. So it's a really important podcast. Yeah, for sure. So let's jump right in there. The The idea of gratitude. Explain a little bit about what, what does gratitude have as far as it goes with the mind-body connection? How does gratitude affect your brain and mm -hmm. your mental uh, health? It's more significant than perhaps we have ever realized. In fact, I was amazed as I was doing research that the majority of information, what we know about the mind has come to the surface in the past 20, maybe 30 years. So you think, you know, we're uh, coming up on 2020, right? Right. So you're talking about 1990 <laughs> and the year 2000, that was a turning point. And between that time and now, that's the majority of the information that we know about the mind. And there's a direct connection between the mind and body they, we realize now that exercise has a direct effect on mental health and even the reduction in instances they believe now in Alzheimer's and mm. dementia. And uh, so it's not like you're, you need to get your attitude together all by itself. The mind is not an isolated organ. It, it's not. There is a connection between what you do with your body and how that affects your mind. And then there's also a connection. It's cyclical, a connection between what happens in your mind 
and the effects on the body. And we would be foolish to not recognize that. And, and, and you'd be foolish if you're listening or watching, you'd be foolish not to want to do more studies in that and do more self-evaluation. Right? We've been talking a lot about that, haven't we? Right. Do a, 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 I love what Zig Ziglar said, you know, we need to do a checkup from the neck up. Mm -hmm. you, you'd be foolish not to examine where you are at an attitude level in regards specifically to as zeroing in on gratitude. Because the more you realize how important an attitude of gratitude is, the more you realize how it's affecting your mind, how it's affecting your body. And we're gonna talk a little bit about how it affects your relationships too. Right. Uh, we talked before about life as a relationship. So this idea of gratitude is massive. If you're going to unleash your potential, if you're going to live as the best version of you, if you're going to crush your goals, if you're not going to focus on an attitude of gratitude, then you, you're not going to crush your goals. You're not going to live without limits. You're not going to unleash your potential and you're not going to be the best version of you. Right. So that's that's persuasive enough right there. Don't you think so? Yeah, for sure. So you talk about the attitude of gratitude. What does it look like for someone to be grateful? What does that the the attitude of gratefulness look like? You see it mm -hmm. a lot. Some people you might just be like, wow, you're so ungrateful. Mm -hmm. Or you, you know, there's people in your life that nothing can please them. Right. They always want more. What does it mean to actually have and embody mm -hmm. that attitude of gratitude? Right. The uh, the cup's always half empty. Right. As opposed to half full. Same cup, same circumstances, same situation. One person moves through the water like uh, smooth as glass, right? The other person, all they see is the waves. Same exact situation. It's really, number one, it's, it's a choice. Your gratitude is a choice. Now, this is one of the things that absolutely blew me away. And it probably, probably will blow you away, too. As I was studying the mind-body connection and gratitude and the effects of gratitude and how the mind works... It is not possible for your mind, my mind, for a human mind, it is not possible to simultaneously focus on a negative thought and a positive thought. You cannot do it. In fact, try it. Try it throughout the course of the day. You try it right now. Well, I'm not sure. And you'll find that it is true. You, you cannot simultaneously focus on a negative thought and the positive thought. One will give way to the other. Right. So if that's the case, once you realize that, you know, and the light bulb goes on, you realize that that's the case. Well, then what am I going to do about it? Well, then it's up to your responsibility. If it's going to be, it's up to me. It's up to your responsibility. And I love what the Bible says about this. We are to take captive every thought and make it obedient to God. Make it obedient to Jesus Christ. Make mm -hmm. it obedient to the truth, right? Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. So if you take captive a thought, that means you're rejecting falsehood. You're rejecting negativity. There's no negativity in God. You're, no falsehood in God. You're taking captive that thought, and you're, you're actually making a decision to live up to your greatest potential, right? Potential that's unrealized, not going to have any impact. But it's that realized potential and that's living with intentionality. So if your mind cannot focus simultaneously on a negative thought and a positive thought, then guess who gets to choose what you focus on? You do. <laughs> you do. Your parents don't determine that. Your children don't determine that. Your boss doesn't determine that. Your coworkers don't determine that. Your pastor can't make that happen to you. You get to be the captain of your own ship in that regard, in terms of what is playing in the theater of your mind. So what is playing in the theater of your mind? Evaluate. 
If that's the case, can't focus on a negative thought and a positive thought at the same time, and the choice is mine, then you really need to do a self-assessment on, and generally speaking, in the course of a day, in the course of a week, does my mind go to negative places or to positive places? And we're gonna talk a little bit later on in this broadcast, in this podcast, about how to change your attitude into one of gratitude consistently. But before we do that, we want to talk, we want to absolutely convince you of how important it is. And this is one of the reasons why, like in the Courageous Life planning system, in the, in the planner, in the daily success journal, there is a section for every day where you write down the things that you're thankful for. To have an attitude of gratitude is to be thankful. So you write down three to five things every day that you're grateful for. And why is that? What's the power behind that? Because what you're doing is you're telling your subconscious mind to stand at attention. You're telling your subconscious mind, you do not have the right, you are not given permission to cause me to behave and to think in ways that are undermining me. Because your, your prefrontal cortex, which you can think of your prefrontal cortex in your brain as being the CEO, the, the chief executive officer of everything that happens in your mind. It's very important for uh, attitude. It's very important for memory. It's important for planning. So when you are intentional and planning by being thankful and, and literally writing out, I'm thankful for my wife hmm. because she's smart. She's intelligent. She's got phenomenal character. She's hot, right? I'm thankful for my children, that my children are learning and they're growing and they're developing. I'm thankful for my executive director in Courage Matters because he's sharp and I don't have to concern myself with wondering about if things are getting done and if they're getting done in the right way. I'm thankful that I have food today. I'm thankful that I slept in a bed last night. I'm thankful that I have a hot shower this morning. I was thinking, so many people don't even realize that there's such a thing as a hot shower. Yeah. No, I was walking to the office the other day and um, I always pass this one homeless guy that, um, I mean, this was back in the summer. I would always see him, same picnic table, whatever. And I was walking to, to work. I think it was, it was yesterday, actually. And it was a little cold out there. I mean, especially mm -hmm. in the morning. Yeah, we're in and, November now. So and sure enough, I look over the corner of my eye. He's he's on that picnic table with a, just a tarp and just goes through my mind like you have no idea. Like, does he have like, does he have enough blankets? Like, how is he even surviving? Like it was it was cold and all you have is a tarp mm. and it makes you realize what we truly have and what we're blessed to have. And it, it does make mm -hmm. me realize how grateful I am for mm -hmm. the for the small things like a hot shower, mm -hmm. the opportunity to be able to brush my teeth in the morning. That's huge. Hey, you know what we need to do uh, after this podcast? Um, let's talk about what we can do for that guy. Let's do it. And what we can do um, and somehow yeah. um, so we can connect with him, try to help him out. Okay. Um, that's really important. Let's not forget that. Um, in the Daily Success Journal, there is an area where you're writing down the things that you're grateful for. And what that does is that that's a conscious effort in the prefrontal cortex of the mind the conscious mind to get that into the subconscious mind because the, the mind is a program, right? You, you run on autopilot in so many ways. Think about right now your heart's beating. You're not conscious thinking of that. You're, you're, you're breathing, not thinking about that. Mm -hmm. You're, um, 
body is doing all kinds of things. Your liver is processing things. Your kidneys processing things. If you had breakfast, your stomach is digesting stuff. Your intestines are involved. And you're not even thinking about that. Well, it's the same way with your subconscious mind. There are thoughts running through your mind. This is why one, if you, whatever you look at, focus on at the end of the day before the lights go out, oftentimes your mind wakes up with amazing ideas. Um, wow, that's a great idea. Why don't, I, why don't I think of that before? Because when you're relaxed and your subconscious mind is working because of what you put into it with your conscious mind, that's why watching what you watch on television, what you look at on the internet, mm. what you're looking at it on your smartphone, if you're being done with your smartphone, you do whatever you do in a conscious state before you go to bed, you've relaxed then, your mind wakes up sometimes with amazing ideas, right? So what you're doing by writing it out and then saying it with passion, I am grateful for my wife. I'm grateful for my children. I'm thankful that I had to bed to sleep. And see, even when you hear me say that, even when, even when that happens, it does something to you, it awakens you. Right. Because so many of us are walking dead people. We're just going through life, going through the motions. You don't want to go through the motions of life. You want to act intentionally so that your motions have purpose. So when you plan consciously and you say aloud and you write aloud and you develop a daily habit of doing that and you recognize that you can't focus on a negative thought and a positive thought at the same time, you're actually cramming out that negativity. You're actually saying there's no room for you here. Right. I don't have a place for that. And before you know it, and, and this happened to me in my life, especially over the past year or so, when I began to realize this in myself, that's why I put it into the Courageous Life planning system. It's, it permeates the whole thing, gratitude. You do it weekly in your yearly planner, where you're, you're doing that seven-day revolution, planning out your, your uh, seven days and the goals that are set in light of your lifetime goals. That's what you're doing with a yearly planner. And then with that daily success journal, you're actually getting more specific. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, it is, it's absolutely amazing. It changes your attitude, it changes your perspective. And I realized that that's the most serious way that I can take captive every thought. In other words, let's not talk about this in a general way. Please show me how to do that specifically. I'm telling you everybody, if you do this, what do you think about this? If you do this, you will begin to get better and better at taking captive every thought because you begin to immediately recognize that's a negative thought and uh, that is a unhelpful thought. That's a hurtful thought. That is a wrong thought. Right. It's a bitter thought. And you actually begin to realize I have more capability to say no and to say yes than I realize I have. And then that creates momentum, right? We talk a lot about momentum. It creates this inertia. An object in motion tends to, stand, tends to stay in motion unless acted upon by an outside force. <laughs> so the outside force is getting intentional, using your conscious mind and saying, I'm, not gonna, I'm, I'm now going to be more conscious of the thoughts that are running on autopilot, the scripts, the tapes. I'm going to recognize them and I'm going to say no, and I'm going to replace the tape. I'm going to replace the thought. And you, you have that twinkle in your eye. When <laughs> I know you're thinking, what, what are you thinking about when I'm saying this, Aaron? Yeah, I just, it, take, it takes work. And I think it's easy to, to talk about gratitude <clears throat> and attitude at a 50,000 foot level. Mm -hmm. But until you realize that it's an action that you have to be, it's a daily discipline that you have to be working towards. That you have to consciously say, 
is this a negative thought or a positive thought? If mm-hmm. it's a negative thought, I'm going to throw it out. As soon as I get the inclination of thinking mm-hmm. about bitterness or thinking about a negative yeah. thought, I'm just going to, nope, you're not allowed in yeah. here. And it, it, it absolutely takes work. It's not just yeah. something that happens. It's it not does. just something that you can wait around and expect it to be on no. autopilot because it's not no. one of those things that are on autopilot. Absolutely. You determine it, your thoughts. You have to you have to have an approach. You have to have a tenacious action plan. <laughs> so the big question is what's your action plan? Well, first of all, the courageous life planning system, I did it for myself. I did it for my kids, right? And I realized this is gonna help other people as well. Because I, I really wanted to get serious about what the Bible says in Philippians about Whatever is true, whatever is pure, whatever is noble, whatever is excellent, whatever is praiseworthy, think about these things. And we talked about this earlier today. You know, God does not have to tell me the reasons why I need to obey him in order for him to be credible. And the whole purpose of maturing in Christ, the whole purpose of reaching your potential, unleashing your potential, is to get to that point in your walk with God where you don't critique the viability of what he's telling you to do. Peter didn't say, well, how is this going to work? If I step out of the boat and, and get onto the water, what's the physics of this? How is Jesus able? He wasn't thinking about that. What made him get out of the boat was that mind over matter was that he was going to trust Jesus over what he had trusted his entire life in understanding as a fisherman, I am not capable of walking on the water. He did not get into the whole thing of how is Jesus going to overcome this? He didn't debate with Jesus over, well, could you please tell me before I get out of the boat, you're telling me to come. Could you please tell me how you're going to over? He didn't do that. The purpose of maturing in Christ is to get to that point. And and you might not even believe in Christ. It does not affect his existence. Your relationship with Christ or lack of relationship with Christ It could be the very thing that is holding you back from unleashing your potential. The great aim of of life, the great aim of the Holy Spirit is to get us to the point of trusting God when we don't even know how he's going to do what he's telling us to do. And so um, when the Bible says whatever is true, whatever is pure, whatever is praiseworthy, whatever is excellent, think about these things. We did not know at that, you know, when that was written, Paul, when he wrote that, didn't know. We didn't necessarily know the effects of that on the body chemistry, the effects of that on your body health, because it affects your your stress level. Mm-hmm. It affects um, your it can affect your blood pressure, your heart rate. It can affect the pH level of your body, which is affecting related to cancer. Now we know that when God says something, He means what He says and says what He means. There are benefits for obedience even if we don't know what they are. So if you're waiting to trust God based on whether or not you think it's viable or whether or not you understand the consequences, you're missing out. That's not what it's about. You trust God and you leave the consequences with him. Hmm. We get to that point in our walk with God where this is a good thing to do because God says it. And God, my architect, Again, whether you believe in him or not, is not going to affect his existence. He designed me a certain way. He does not. I do not need to know all of the ramifications of obedience before I obey. Hmm. I trust God and I leave the consequences with him. And now psychology actually proves 
why it is a good thing to take captive every thought, why it is a good thing, whatever is true, whatever is praiseworthy, whatever is noble, whatever is excellent. Think about those things. And you begin to realize that as I do, I can't think about what's false. I can't think about what's impure. I can't think about what's mediocre as opposed to excellent. I can't think about what is not praiseworthy when I'm thinking about what's praiseworthy. Mm-hmm. And it, all the, the modern science actually proves what the Bible already talks about, okay? And you might reject the Bible. Still what I'm saying is absolutely true. An attitude of gratitude is gonna get you much further in life than a negative, uh, poisoned, toxic attitude. It's gonna affect your, your chemistry in your body. It's gonna affect the whole way that you think. It's gonna affect how you do or don't crush your goals, unleash your potential, and it's going to affect your physiology and your relationships. It affects everything in life. So it's, yeah. it's massive. It's massive. So how do you change your attitude? <clears throat> so there's a lot of, I can relate to this. Sometimes you just wake up and you're in a bad mood. Mm-hmm. You're having a bad day. Mm-hmm. Is there a way that we can actually mm-hmm. change that attitude and get into a better better mm-hmm. mindset? Well, I think that, again, the, the most significant things in life are the simplest things in life. It's what you do at the end of the day that's going to set you up for the next day. So when you wake up with a bad attitude, you may need to think about how you ended your day, your end of the day routine, day before. And when you wake up, that doesn't mean that I can't recover because I didn't end the day good, (laughs) right? So I can't help it. I didn't end the day good. My day today is going to stink as a result. (laughs) You can wake up and you can do what? You can take captive your thoughts. I needed for myself a way to break the state. And so when you're in a a state of negativity, they've even done studies on body, um, your body posture, when you're slouched, the effect of that on your mental state, when you're standing upright, when uh, I do this before I speak, before I speak and when I'm by myself, I will assume a posture. And if somebody were to walk in on me before I go out on stage, Who is this nut job? they might think that I'm a nut job. But I approach every message as if it's the last one I ever get to deliver, right? This is the only time I'm not going to assume that I'm going to get to speak to you again. So I am doing what? I'm assuming a posture of phenomenal communication. I'm assuming a posture of transformation that I'm, I'm expecting you to transform. I assume a posture of openness to my Lord and Savior. I'm allowing myself to be a vessel for you. I want you to remove anything and everything that's going to hinder. I don't want to be a kinked garden hose trying to water a garden. And by the way, it, all this takes work, right? So you, you, you eat fruits and vegetables. It took work to get those on your plate, whether you have your own garden or somebody else did, somebody had to pull up weeds, somebody had to give the water, somebody had to fertilize. And that's the way you need to think about the attitudes that are in your mind. Pull up the weeds, the bad thoughts, the negativity. And once you begin to do that and the weeds get removed and the good fruit starts coming in, you create momentum in your life. And then you realize, I literally cannot go back anymore. So in the Daily Success Journal, again, unapologetically, why would I create a resource that I'm not excited about? Why would I create a resource that I want to not tell people about? It's the very thing that you need to do what? To get your subconscious mind to get with the program. Get on board, man, because this train is leaving the station. 
So when you wake up with a bad attitude or you hear bad, bad news, you definitely want to recognize that, but then, then you have a choice to make. Am I going to let the bad news dominate the rest of my day? Or am I going to, since I cannot focus on a negative thought and a positive thought simultaneously, how can I take captive this thought and make it obedient? So a large part of it is the writing out, the intentionality, the saying out loud, the body posture that you assume, right? In most instances, when you have a bad attitude, when you're negative, when you're bitter, when you feel embittered, right? Take note of your your posture hmm. and you will realize, wait a second, I'm slouching. I'm uh, not making eye contact with people, maybe I'm walking with my head down. And then you also want to assess what have I been watching? What, I, what have, I, have I been listening to? And then you can say, one of the things that I can do, because there's a mind-body connection, if I change my physical presentation of my body, sit upright, pick your head up, don't slouch, make eye contact, stand square-footed, right? Walk like you're going someplace. You actually can affect the mental state of your mind. It's not the other way around. Right. And then these two begin to reinforce each other. Yeah. No, I was just getting ready to ask you that. Let's dig more into how the physical affects the mental. So you mentioned a little bit about mm -hmm. how your body posture can play a lot into it. Mm -hmm. um, what about the role of exercise? I know that exercise can be directly correlated to mental health as well. Yeah. Explain a little bit about how exercise and, and mm -hmm. the physical really come into effect. Mm -hmm. What might be going on with the mental? Well, well again, this is based on research that is in more recent times based on the whole uh, length of uh, human existence, right? When you exercise, the body releases natural, it's endorphins, which is your, your body's natural, for lack of a better term, opiates, right? But in a good way. The endorphins in your body change your mental state. So aerobic exercise, physical exercise, resistance training, all of that stuff, uh, when you do it for a certain length of time, it changes your mental state. And what does that do? It, it opens your creativity. It opens your, your ability to have a, an attitude of gratitude. And so it's one thing to say, I'm gonna take captive every thought. It's one thing to say, I need to be more grateful. But you're asking a great question. Well, how do I do that? Well, one of the things is to be more intentional like we're talking about. But the other thing is to take very seriously exercise, like regular exercise. And we've, it's all happened to us. We've gone for a brisk walk. We've gotten some exercise. We've run. And magically, we feel more positive. If you do that consistently again and again, through the physiology of the body, your body's endorphins, your pH state versus your acidity, what you're actually doing is you're saying to your mind, get with the program. The mind will get on board with the body. And as I said earlier, they've even, they're even doing studies now recognizing the effects of exercise, especially aerobic exercise on Alzheimer's and dementia. Mm -hmm. So the more active you are, the more healthy you are with your body, the more healthy you are with your brain. It's not one or the other. You can't just focus on brain health without also focusing on body health. So what you eat the uh, amount of water, clean water you drink each day, the amount of exercise you get on a regular basis has a direct impact on your mind. So if you wanna have an attitude of gratitude, you need to also consider what you're doing with your body. Hmm. If you're gonna be a couch potato, 
and you expect to have an attitude of gratitude, it could be one of the reasons why you have so much negativity. It could be one of the reasons why you've given up, why you're not crushing your goals, why you're not unleashing your potential. Mm -hmm. So it's a massive thing. And then, then you think about this on the effect of your relationships, right? Yeah. The role of gratitude and physiology and your mental state on your relationships. You know, the Bible says, don't let a root of bitterness grow up among you, talking about a, a group of people, community of people, and defile many. So all it takes is for one bitter root to grow up in a group of people. And before you know it, a little yeast works through the whole batch. Everybody now has a bad attitude. And that's why in an organization, you can't let a negative attitude go. That's not a small thing. It's a big thing. The Bible talks about gossip and slander. They're not small sins. They're culturally acceptable, but they're not divinely acceptable. Hmm. And, and once you begin to realize it, you say, well, wait a second. Why would I want to allow myself to become bitter? You ever come across a bitter person? Yeah. Right? Yeah. What happens? You, know, you, can, get, you can pick up a vibe from somebody. Yeah, we were talking about that this morning. You, just, uh, you know when, when a bitter person walks in their room, you know right away. Changes changes. The whole atmosphere. Big time. And bitterness and pride often go hand in glove. Because if you ever try to talk to a bitter person and tell them they're bitter, they get all upset, get all defensive. But, you know, if, if your objective in life is just to agree with God about the truth, hmm. I want to be the best version of me. I want to crush my goals. I want to unleash my potential. Wouldn't you want to know if somebody had some initially bad news for you, which is actually great news, because then you get to make a choice and to reject the bitterness so that you can embrace the opposite of that, which is happiness and, and, and uh, a great positive attitude. And then not only does that affect you, you don't want to be walking around your whole life looking like you're sucking on lemons, <laughs> right? You, why do you want to do that? It's going to affect the other people around you as well. So it's improving your whole quality of life. What, what do you tell a person? I'm curious. So you hear it all the time that you're either an optimist or you're a pessimist. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're just like, Mike, you're just a naturally you're an optimist. I'm just, mm -hmm. I'm a pessimist. Mm -hmm. it's, it's who I am. Mm -hmm. What'd you tell that person? Do you get to choose? I would say you've allowed the script, the tape, maybe your childhood up, upbringing, your environment to affect you. And you've forgotten the fact that your conscious decisions can be a bigger environment on your subconscious. The only reason why you're a negative person, just like somebody says, well, I'm a morning person or I'm an evening person. Well, that's because you chose to say, I know way I'm more creative at night. You're more creative at night because you're in a cycle. That's why. I used to be a quote unquote night person and then I changed it, made myself a morning person. How, was it easy? No, it wasn't easy. Do I love it? I absolutely love it now. Hmm. And I think I'm actually more creative. I can go through four hours in the morning and be like, what just happened? And get phenomenal amount of stuff done. If somebody says, well, I'm just a more negative person. Listen, you know what the truth is? We're all naturally without doing anything. The natural state is to be negative. How could we not be? You're living outside of Eden in a fallen world. There's a lot of negativity going around. So what you have to do is be intentional. And then you, you do a checkup from the neck up. You take captive every thought, you begin exercising, you make a commitment to yourself. You need to work harder on yourself than any other thing. And instead of becoming a, a, being a negative person and just being like a ship on the ocean, I have no say in what I can do. <laughs> Listen, if you had no say in it, then God would be a liar telling us take captive every thought. Mm -hmm. In other words, you have the ability to do it. If, 
If it wasn't possible to do that, then it would be completely in vain for the Bible to say in the book of Philippians, um, whatever is pure, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is praiseworthy, whatever is excellent, think about such things. I can't do it. All right. Um, so the, the truth of the matter is it depends on how intentional you are, how serious you want to get, how committed you want to be to what we're talking about. Do you or do you not want to unleash your potential? Right. Do you or do you not with the only life you have this side of eternity? to crush your goals. Do you or do you not want to be the best version of you? Do you want to go through life being somebody who's just uh, reactive to everything around you? Or do you want to be the person who's the cultural catalyst? Mm -hmm. And you're actually impacting your environment beginning with yourself. Mm -hmm. So boom, there it is. If you want an attitude of gratitude, if you want to have your gratitude change your altitude, it is within your capability. It is within your capability. You have a mandate from God, the architect. The owner's manual says you can do this. And now we also have science on top of that, helping us understand the effects of attitude on your physical state, the effects of your physical state on the mental state, if you make choices that are wise, you can absolutely cultivate and develop that attitude of gratitude. Just like a garden takes work. Right. You, you need to think of your mind as a garden where you're pulling out weeds, you're fertilizing, you're watering. Boom, everybody. You can do this. Stop taking no for an answer. Yeah. And I think it's I think it's easy that just because it can be done, people automatically think that it's easy because it can be done. But it takes work. Right. It does. It definitely takes work. It, it has to be something that you're focused on every mm -hmm. single day mm -hmm. that over time, it'll get easier. It's like a right. muscle. Over right. time, it'll get easier. Right. I know that you're big into push-ups. When you started <laughs> right. doing push-ups and you yeah. were at 25, it probably seemed inconceivable yeah. to do 50. Right. Now 50, Absolutely. 50 is a piece now of cake. Now I can do 50. Um, uh, you know, it's really true when you're saying it's hard. You know, I've said this before because I heard somebody else say it. It's true. If you do what's easy, life will be hard. Mm -hmm. You just let whatever thoughts come into your mind dictate your mental state, and your emotional state, and your health, your physical health, your mental health. Life's going to be hard. How do I know that? Just try it. Most of us are already doing that by default. But if you do what's hard, which is to work on gardening your own mind, right, mm -hmm. to be intentional with it. If you do what's hard, life will be easier. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, seven day revolution, do this for seven days. Do this exercise, go for a brisk walk, do some push-ups, do some sit-ups, run in place. Even if it's, you know, when I was recovering from cancer, I could only do a uh, elliptical machine for 15 seconds. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I just couldn't. It took me three months to get up to a minute. Wow. Three months to get up to a minute. That's how wiped out I was. But the more intentional you are, the morning routine, right? What's it coming back to? Simple stuff. End of the day routine, intentionality, writing out with gratitude, exercising. Just make a commitment for seven days. And on the eighth day, recommit to another seven-day stretch. Your seven-day revolution is on. And before you know it, you do that for several weeks, you have actually developed a habit. And in this particular instance, the habit that we're talking about is developing an attitude of gratitude, thankfulness. It changes everything about you. It's huge. Everything. It's huge. Yeah. Well, I can't believe that we only have a week left of this series. Seven yeah. more podcast series yeah. or podcast episodes after this. It's amazing. And then we wrap it up again. This is yeah. all coinciding with our Kickstarter campaign, the Courageous mm -hmm. Life Planning System. Yeah. So if you're listening to this episode, as soon as we release it, 
Mm-hmm. But you only have seven days left to get the courageous life planning Crazy. system at the all time lowest price that it'll ever Amazing. be. And, so. and again, it's not about trying to sell a product. It's trying to help you be sold out on becoming the best version of you and not talking about that in a nebulous way. Mm-hmm. We are dialing it in so that now you are thinking about what would that look like for me with very specific action steps, right? The whole purpose of this podcast series, every single one, every single episode is to give you things that you can immediately apply in your own life that if you would just apply what you heard over the the past 30 minutes or so and you did that consistently you're going to create forward momentum you're going to move forward it's mind-blowing so we'd love to hear from you about how the podcasts are impacting you changing your your life info at couragematters.com info at couragematters.com Tell us about how it's been, the podcast has impacted you or suggestions, ideas you might have for future stuff. You can follow me on social media at the official Michael Anthony on Facebook. It's also at the official Michael Anthony on Instagram. And if you if you private message me on on Facebook at the official Michael Anthony and you ask for this goal setting guide questioning your goals is free guide we'll send it to you automatically and yes we do we do use a chat bot for that because we cannot possibly keep up with all those requests we do respond to people personally as well but if you ask for that that free guide you'll be able to get an immediate download right on facebook okay and uh, maybe you haven't yet signed up for our email list do that you can do that at the courage matters website so great time together today absolutely learning to be positive and every time you know um we have a discussion about this. All it does for me is it drives into me even more so. It so makes true. me even more committed. So true. And um, it's about momentum, right? You're either yeah, moving for sure. forward or you're moving backward. So for sure. great time together today, man. I appreciate you. Be positive. Be the most positive person in the room. Be the most positive person in the room. What room? The room that you're in and whatever room you go into. And we'll see you and um, talk with you on the next podcast episode. We hope you enjoyed today's Courage Matters podcast along with other podcasts in this series, 30 Days of Achieving Goals and Unleashing Your Potential. Why not share this podcast and this series with a friend who could use a lift? And if you're looking to take your life to the next level, you'll love the new Courageous Life Planning System. It'll walk you through a proven process to help you set and achieve great goals, live with no limits, and unleash your greatest potential. No other goal achievement system gives you so much to positively revolutionize your life. It'll help you set and achieve lifetime and long-term goals so that your dreams become a reality one day at a time. To get your Courageous Life Planning System, download the free Courage Matters app or visit CourageousLifeSystem.com. That's CourageousLifeSystem.com. It's your time to soar.